Hello, everybody. Welcome to or hello, everyone. It is November first, twenty twenty, which means that by this time next week, the whole world could be or the U.S. could be on fire. Holy damn! And welcome to the VGU.TV Weekend News Podcast, episode number twenty-six. And it's where the where the writers for VGU.TV converse about the biggest news of the week. I'm your host, Alamir, joined by the technological marvel, Grant Webb. I have a hot take to start off this week, if I if I may do so. Oh, sure. Go ahead. Because I figured it's it's our little it's a little one on one here. It's and, a power side chat. Yeah. And I was just reminded of this. So I thought, you know what, I'm gonna bring it out today. But you may remember for fans of the show. That back in the early episodes, I said I had a giant bombshell to drop in terms of like a question for the people. And I never actually asked it. And then I was just thinking about it. So here it is. Why the hell does General Hux, star of the film Star Wars, not have as much merchandise as everybody else does? when he's arguably one of the most important characters of the sequel trilogy. Eh, because he's a ginger. Is that why they just don't allow your your kind to have merchandise? Well, British gingers are more prominent than American gingers. Yeah, I just I I feel like and you just watched Rise of Skywalker, right? So you you're aware of his uh involvement. And how he got more screen time than people like Phasma, who were played up to be these huge characters and got all these toys. And there's nothing of the guy. I don't even know if he has a Lego figure. And that just has irritated me for a while because I didn't particularly love him, but he's important. And I think that there's probably a kid out there who thinks he's pretty cool. There may be some ginger kids out there who really think that he's their betrayal of them. Well, so, I mean, in, in Force Awakens, he gives a very Nazi-esque speech. True. So but... I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go so far as to say that he's, oh my God, wait, this ginger, he's like us. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that, that man is a space Nazi. <laughs> he's not what you really want out of a hero. No. Okay, I understand that. But coming from being somebody who, like, I, I have all the kylo stuff because he's my favorite like it's possible to like bad characters and like villain characters and i think that i just think the guy should get a bit more love and that's that that's the hot take welcome I mean, to the weekend news podcast yeah i mean D, uh dj got a comic so who uh benicio del toro's character he got a comic yeah well, not like not a full on ongoing series, a mini series. Oh my god, I might actually have to find that because I was interested in him. Yeah, it's on Marvel, uh, Marvel Unlimited. Wow, the more you know. Dun dun dun. <laughs> uh, Raul Contreras is on assignment, so he'll be back next week. So it's now it's time for the upcoming releases for the week of November 6th. First up, we've got Bakugan, Champions of Vestroya, 
for a Switch. It's back, baby. The Bakugan rides again a decade later. Jurassic World Evolution Complete Edition for the Switch. Yay. Uh, it's going to be... I'm, I know it. I'm not going to say the first part <laughs> because I cannot pronounce that. I think it's just Soldner. Soldner X2. Final Prototype Definitive Edition for PS4. Thank you for the assist. Yeah, I think umlauts don't change uh, the sound. Uh, Shadowverse Champions Battle for Switch. Descenders for Switch. Dirt 5 for PC, PS4, and Xbox. Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered for the for the same systems I just mentioned. And Tropico 6 for Switch. The sad thing is, this whole week, Switch gets almost all old games and none of the new ones. Yeah. And then <laughs> by the time we next week's episode is done, it'll be the it'll pretty much be the setup for or we'll be including next gen stuff. Holy crap, you're right. All those so, launch games, just the plethora of games. Yeah, games like Borderlands 3. Yeah. And Astro's Playroom. Yeah! <laughs> but not that game that got delayed this week. The frickin' All-Star Battle Star Grounds, whatever oh, the heck that game was. Destruction All-Stars? Destruction All-Stars. It's no well, longer it's, a launch title. Well, it is going to be free. Yeah, and, and also no longer $70, thank God. So it's time for the news. That's it. That's it. Okay. Recently, when me and Josh have been like on um, Hyper Time, whenever we've been doing, reading 40s comics, you do it in your transatlantic accent. I yeah, I, I sort of developed, sort of just developed that out of nowhere. <laughs> Mercy, it's a Superman. He's flying around in the air. So, uh, first story comes to us from Eurogamer. And it has to do with Elden Ring. Ooh. The game that is rumored to have George R. R. Martin involved. So, yeah, they just... It, it was just... There was just a tweet put, sent out, and fans lost it. <laughs> and it was announced at E3 2019. May, may they rest in peace. And the tweet is well, it's it's sort of piggybacking off a Sekiro uh, Shadows Die Twice post. Saying we've released an update for Sekiro. Thank you so much. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much to all our players who have supported the game since it released over a year ago. We hope you enjoy the new content. And then following that, we also greatly appreciate all the enthusiasm and support shown for Elden Ring, our next dark fantasy action RPG. 
we hope we hope you look forward to it. Second row came out over a year ago. Yeah. Holy cr- oh yeah, because it was winning game of the year last year a lot. Wow. I thought that was this year for some reason. Yeah, and um on the subreddit, some really some really good stuff. Like uh one of the best or funniest reactions I've seen is I shared it. Uh-huh. Looks a little horrifying though. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Are you excited for Elden Ring? Um Mainly, I'll probably be interested in or excited. I'm mainly excited for the story, considering it's George Rovell Martin. Yeah. Can't go wrong. Dragons and penises. And apparently it's, there is some, yeah, apparently there was a coded message. Which is just, that's just nonsense. <laughs> and someone's, uh, someone, Vadi uh, Vidya, who is a notorious uh, Souls born uh, YouTuber, just replied with, This scrap of news will sustain me for many years. <laughs> because that dude makes a living off explaining Dark Souls lore. So, yeah. Oh, then another Twitter response was just the picture of Scarlett uh, Johansson in um, uh, what was that Marriage Story or something? Yeah, where it's just her crying. <laughs> Are we assuming that Elden Roll is a Elden Roll? Elden, Elden Roll. Elden <laughs> is <Rolls> the... DLC. <laughs> is a uh, Souls-like? Or do we, like, have we, has that been confirmed that it'll be like Dark Souls? Or we just assume? Who knows? Like, we, the press doesn't know. Like, only, only FromSoft. Okay. And George R. R. Martin. Because <laughs> I would play it because of George, if it wasn't a Souls like, because that shit can get out of here. Yeah. So, how about you uh, take the next story, which is titillating? Deadly. Oh, Jesus. I got rid of my tab. <laughs> there it is. Okay. So, um, Apex Legends, uh, which is actually coming to Steam this week. Um, EA's online battle royale is getting a new map in season seven, which is starting. Hmm, does it say? I don't think it does. So I'm not totally sure when season seven begins, but when it does, it's going to have a new map called Olympus. And, um, it has been revealed that the map was originally planned for Titanfall 3. So uh, Eurogamer had an interview with the game director, Chad Grenier, and he explained, quote, at one point there was a there was a Titanfall three in the works after we launched Titanfall two. 
and Olympus wasn't called Olympus at the time, but that style of map was something that we were exploring for the next Titanfall game. Uh, he went on to talk a bit about, or a, a lot of bit, the interview was quite large, um, but he talked about Titanfall 3, which has now supposedly been scrapped, uh, saying that while they were, quote, building Titanfall, we sort of discovered this Battle Royale game mode within that. This Battle Royale mode obviously became Apex Legends, and it's now become their priority, I I guess, except for maybe more more Star Wars, but who knows. Um, but anyway, um, they said that the map that we're seeing in Apex Legends was pretty much redesigned from its original inception in Titanfall 3. He said that they didn't really bring any of the old layout over, and it was instead the inspiration of the clean floating city that was ended up being used for Olympus. So it sounds like they just kind of preferred the setting more than exactly what it was. Obviously, Titanfall and Apex play uh, fairly different. They have some of their similarities, but it would be different with like a Titan running around. Um, and and yeah, so they, as we know, back in May of this year, the developer shot down speculation about another Titanfall game, and they have yet to say anything about it, except this kind of just furthered the fact that there isn't a Titanfall 3 coming, which I guess isn't a surprise because they have a very successful uh, online battle royale, and when you have that, why bother doing anything else? But obviously we would love to see another Titanfall and um, the image that they have for the map is very beautiful. Like I can see, I can see that kind of setting for a Titanfall game, but yeah, alas, we will never see that. Are you saddened by this, Al? Yeah, I'm saddened, but again, Emmett is the, he's the Titanfall stand. So. Yes, that is true. So you played, next... you, did you play Titanfall two? You did, right? Oh yeah, I love I love uh, Titanfall two. Okay, good. I'm glad we're all on the same page there. So now we ha- have a bit of sadness, Indeed. depending on depending on your taste. Uh, Gears of War, uh, that the art the uh, spinoff. Gears Pop will be closing down on April or in April of next year. No. Yeah. So curse <laughs> you 2020. <laughs> this and, game didn't even last a year, right? Oh, uh, August 2019. I know I covered it in recap at the time, but I couldn't remember when. Yeah, and it it was developed by Mediatonic of Fall Guys fame. Indeed. And it was simply as as an implies it was basically Gears of War in a Funko Pop design. And I think, I think this 
like the reason that this is like I think the possible my my personal reason or my personal theory as to why this is happening with the launch of the Series X next week and everything all the the workaround they did with are their work they're doing with the Game Pass on iOS. There shouldn't be there should be no real reason why you can't play Gears Tactics on uh your phone. Oh, and you think they're similar? Well Do we even have a gameplay for Gears Tactics? I haven't followed this game one bit. Oh yeah, it's it's actually not it's not that bad. I didn't hate the gameplay for Pop. I thought it was okay. Um Oh yeah. Not mm, no, this isn't really that similar. But I agree it would be a better game um than Gears Pop. And that's a better theory than mine, which was that they couldn't make Batista into a Funko Pop. So they were like, well, we have to shut it all down. And this has been a... Oh, wait, no, we can't say that. <laughs> what? I was going to go with a uh, certain... certain uh... and, and this has been a blank theory. <laughs> But no, I think Matt Powell will sue us. Hmm. So, uh, there was a quote or an, from Microsoft saying, um, saying something on the Gears Pop website saying, there are a number of things that go into m- maintaining a game beyond keeping servers active, addressing issues, developing content, and, pr- and providing support are, are critical in keeping a game running. Unfortunately, unfortunately, this is no longer feasible. Thank you for your understanding and support. And I mean, you can still play the game until the 26th of April. All purchases made within the last 90 days will be refunded. So. Oh. Yeah, it's rare rare you see something that's good. Like and and when I say good, I mean like consumer friendly. Yeah. So. I hate to be that guy, but I don't know who was really supporting this game. All I ever heard was hate for this game. How stupid it looked, how dumb it was. Uh, but <laughs> I didn't think it was terrible. Uh, the twenty eighteen when it got shown, like when it got revealed at E three in twenty eighteen, Jeff Gersman immediately yelled like. Like he did his, I'm not sure if it was like a nihilistic, uh, like, yeah. <laughs> and then he went, he went on a little bit of a rant when he was interviewing with, uh, Phil Spencer. Like a mad rant or happy? Uh, well, it was sort of like how. Comparing Funko and like tra- Lego, like how Lego won't work with an M-rated brand, 
Mr. Funko will do work, will do business with anyone. Yeah. Very true. So. They got new ones coming out. I got an email the other day of the uh, the new Adams Family movie. And they don't even look like Funko Pops used to anymore. Like, they're not making their heads all square. And they have, like, like hair and clothes that kind of, like, are 3D. Like, I feel there's a new era of Funko Pops that we're ushering in. And I'm here for it. I love them. So it's... uh. Funko Pop Next Gen. Funko Pop Next Gen. That should be the name of this episode. <laughs> it just may be. So uh, we have some more stu- more news about some more negativity. Man, this is this is a downer episode. It really is. We're down a guy. We're down a <laughs> down. All the stories are down. Um, this one hits hard, and it makes me really sad. Um. Oh, and I like that our source is just real to the point. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Ubisoft came out this week and they made the announcement that some of their games uh, won't be compatible, backwards compatible with the PS5. And there's a lot of Assassin's Creed's on the list. And then there is some other smaller Ubisoft games. So I will go down the list. And I forget how they announced this. I feel like in another, a different site, I saw that it was like mentioned on like think, a website somewhere. I or... think it was on Ubisoft Connect. Oh, okay. It just says that somewhere. All right, then. Well, here's, here is the list. Uh, starting it off. Uh, you know what? No, I'm going to go from the bottom and make the, yeah, work. <laughs> make the start, saddest Start one. from the bottom. Now we're here. Yeah. So there's Space Junkies, which I've never heard of. Uh, Werewolves Within, which is their VR werewolf game, which is sad because I never got a chance to try that. Star Trek Bridge Crew, which is very sad because I was holding off on a VR headset till PS5 and I've already bought Bridge Crew (laughs) and now I will never play it. Like I spent like $20 on a game I will legit never play. I can't. Well, you Um, you can play it like without a VR headset. Wait, really? Yeah. Why the hell haven't we played that yet then? <laughs> I thought you couldn't. I thought it was VR only. No, oh. it's they, they it originally was VR only, but then they changed it. Like they it, it did it like an update. I didn't know that. I was even considering buying it on Quest so that I could play it again. Oh, okay. Cool. Then then you know what? What whatever, I guess. <laughs> um Risk, which is their board game risk um and then here's the sadness the assassin's creed chronicles trilogy pack which is all three of the games and also individually assassin's creed chronicles india china and russia they none of them none of them can be played which is really unfortunate i've sung the praises of these games for years they're very fun you should go play them uh, they change the game, but they really elaborate on the lore of Assassin's Creed, and it's awesome. And no, finally... You oh, know where you can play these games? Where? Xbox Series X. Hell yeah, you and can. S. But here's my issue. I bought the next game on PS4. So uh, I, will, yeah. I will never play Assassin's Creed Syndicate again. And it is seriously the one of the... Un, like. Underrated one, like the most underrated of the series. 
legitimately in my top three like it is it is one of the greatest games of the series it self-contained changes so many aspects and um actually a friend of mine was i was talking to him the other day about i was talking to him this morning rather about legion and um apparently this new watchdogs really borrows a lot from syndicate so if you haven't played syndicate good like I'm genuinely, I'm saying it here now, I will purchase it again just so I can play it on Xbox because it is one of my favorite games of all time. But well, at the end of the day, what the fuck, Ubisoft? Like, I, I don't know. I'm not sure if it's if it's a Ubisoft thing and more of a Sony thing. Yeah. No, I suppose that's that's true. Like the architecture on of the series X and S can it's better suited ha- for. Well, no, they that that, so that like older games work on that. They made that like one of their key priorities. And there's something that goes back all the way to the PS3, where I think I forgot who said it. It was someone from Sony who just said, or I'm not sure if it was Sony or somewhere else, but. They said the reason that there's no backwards compatibility with PS2 and PS3 or and is mainly due to the fact that they want you to buy new games, not yeah. just replay your old stuff. But sadly, a lot of the best games that will ever come have already come, like Assassin's Creed Syndicate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm kidding. But yeah, I think I think we shouldn't um say like fuck you to the past. I think every game should be everywhere. And they they did announce this past week um someone someone announced on Twitter that after testing for a wicked long time, um they were able to find that every current xbox game like across all the generations that works on xbox one will work on the series x so like everything just everything just works over there and um to to finish the story i knew i had a quote somewhere oh were you gonna say something yeah you could have doubled down on uh star wars and said and did the whole quote of the whole let the past die kill it if you have to line from kylo that's very good. That's very good. Kylo, who has toys, and Hux, who does not. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, no. I read on Twitter. This was um, G- G- is it Gamatsu? Gamatsu? How do we pronounce that? Uh, Gamatsu. Gamatsu. Okay. Um, this was a tweet that they posted that said Ubisoft removed. Their update, Ubisoft removed the post citing inaccuracies. A Ubisoft rep told Gamatsu, we have pulled the Ubisoft Connect article and forum post re-backwards compatibility for the time being as there may be inaccuracies involving the Ubisoft titles that will be playable on PS5. So the source that I'm currently reading um, doesn't have that update, but I guess this is kind of, who who knows, I guess. Um, but yeah, don't expect to be playing these aforementioned Ubisoft games on a PS5. But if they do come, that would be fun because there's especially fun Bridge Crew. Yeah, 
especially bridge crew because, so i can play it well that and licensed games don't really um certain licensed games don't make it to to the next generation yeah can you play that wolverine game on xbox one no no okay. uh, wolverine or- origins yeah uh no you cannot I was reminded of that game the other day and how I've never really played it and want to, but oh, okay. Man, it's so good. <laughs> I guess I'll have to find a 360 copy. It was not even originally, like it was a re- an entirely different game that got shifted to be a tie-in to or X-Men Origins. Yeah. Well, it's $25 on Wii somewhere. But if you want Why to would you play it on Wii? The Xbox version is $127. <laughs> what the hell? Why is it over? Oh, wait, hold on. eBay has it for $16? Why the... Who the hell is selling this for $135? <sighs> I would say something, but then I'd get canceled. Yeah, keep, keep it to yourself. <laughs> again, but then again, it's eBay, so... Yeah. Uh, so next up, Xbox Series X and S celebration stream set for November 10th, which is the global launch day of the consoles. And or they they said that you should not expect any big news on on the show. It's more of a it's more of a celebration. And honoring the launch of the new consoles. And. There's a quote from Phil Spencer saying. We invite you to grab your device of choice. And play alongside Team Xbox. Your favorite creators. And our partners. Right from your homes around the world. So who knows what this can be. It's extremely vague. Very vague. <laughs> that possibly too vague. Too vague. What if it was like they announced right before it that like that one versus one hundred was coming? Oh man! And then you could actually play with the developers, but in the game show surprise launch game. Ooh, damn. Well, Ooh, damn. okay, if they did that, uh, there'd be a lot of harassment, considering what happened with, uh, what was it, CD Projekt Red? I think, I think that, that's, that was right. What do you mean? Like, if they did what? Played with developers? Yeah. Well, it sounds like that's still gonna be hap, ex, hap, ugh possible welcome to vgu.tv we can just podcast we can't speak <laughs> oh my god no but oh, i'm yes, forgetting i get what you mean one of the one of the games i got delayed just there was a i saw a tweet or a comment saying or some something saying like just threatening them saying i know where you live i know where your kids go to school Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. 
no, that was that was really fucked. And then what happened? And then the whole Laura Bailey thing with uh, Last of Us Two. Yeah, where they threatened her and her child. Right. I mean, it's never ever like. Notice how they didn't threaten Travis Willingham. I, if you're gonna like spoil something, oh wait, Travis Willingham is her husband. Yeah, he's he's a he's a mountain of a man. Yeah, no, you don't fuck with that guy. Yeah, he's he, he's, he's fucking sick, man. <laughs> um, but but yeah, no, it's not. I'm I'm not like by saying this implying that it's ever justifiable, but I'm just saying the fact that that there were death threats made about a delay of a month is the most extreme stupid baby whining that I've well, ever seen. A game I'm, I, was, I, I there's a game that I'm really excited for that actually pushed up pushed into next year mm-hmm. because of Cyberpunk. Because of Cyberpunk? Yeah, Everspace 2. The early access got pushed into j- oh. January. Does that mean that you're allowed to go and threaten people now? No, I, I no, I'm not. Okay. The only the only time I did anything like and any time like the only time I stooped to that low <laughs> was when I would when I wrote in a piece of hate mail to an IGN podcast. <laughs> Because I w- I didn't understand that how how the whole thing worked, and even then you were like shaking and feeling bad that you were <laughs> you put like sorry at the end. <laughs> well, no, um, they were like they would they'd pick on a certain one of the pe- people, and I wrote in a piece of hay mail saying like just ripping into the dude, and I was like, yeah, this is so funny. And mind you, I was only like 13. So. And and that, that piece of mail never got read. Right. And that email address is no longer in my possession. Because <laughs> the hackers, the watchdogs hackers got it years before the game even became a thing. DeadSec took your email away? That's what I tell people at parties. That's super Oh wait, cool. I can't because of COVID. <laughs> yeah, what's a party? Party chat? Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. You tell that to the ghost that we made so we could play MLB together. <laughs> when you're in a party chat with the fake PSN. Yeah, which ML then and I then I would then get outed by people moderating or was it people recording the stream? Yeah, what if the ghost records you from the inside and sends your hate speech oh, to PlayStation? That's, that's just a horror movie. Damn. It's like Unfriended, but it's not a Skype call. It's a PlayStation party. Yeah. Anyway, speaking so, of PlayStation. How about this? I will... I will... How about we swap the last two stories? Like okay. You, you take seven, I take eight. Sure. So I can at least get that get that little musical note on my head. Yes, I'm down. However, we're on. Oh my god! I opened a a story and it started screaming at me. Um, <laughs> Speaking are, of uh, <laughs> Travis Willingham, who played Wilson Fisk in Marvel Spider Man, 
Um, we have Marvel news. Spider-Man, Miles Morales news. So, uh, if you pre-order Spider-Man Miles Morales, the launch title for the PS5, you will get the Miles Morales suit from Into the Spider-Verse as an early unlock. That makes it sound like it's in the game no matter what, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So I think everybody's getting this suit, which is cool. Yeah. Um, like it. It doesn't matter. Like you'll get it on PS4 and PS5. Yeah, but you'll get early access if you pre-order. And the suit is pretty damn rad, as we saw in a video that came out this week. Uh, it's a small news story, and we're an audio podcast, so you have to go and find the video yourself. However, you should because what it does is it features the Vibe the Verse suit mod, which mimics the... Ex- nah, I cannot talk. Mimics the aesthetic of the uh, film Into the Spider-Verse. So, like, punching adds, um, like, little comic font uh, text, like the old Batman show, and the he kind of, like, glitches through the sky, like a uh, cartoon. And it's it's hard to describe, but it's really visually pleasing to watch. And um, they they took an animation or one like a piece of animation straight out of the film. Oh, they did. Yeah, like the part where he when he's like does he like puts his hand hands behind his head as he's like he's going to like the whole as he's falling back first, he puts his hands behind his head just like. To chill out, but he's actually just swinging. Yeah, I'm watching it right now. I'm like mesmerized. That is really freaking cool. It just looks like he's from a different game put into this game. And hell, I would love a game based in that world with that art style. I I would like a spark a full length Miles Morales game. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's controversial to say. I think everyone's with you on that. And I don't care who I'm playing as, as long as it's Spider-Man with with Spidey powers, and uh, the game is great. And listeners, me and Graydon were talking before this, before the show, about how neither of us knew until today that <laughs> the Peter Parker into the Spider-Verse suit was in the PS4 game. So like currently already has been yeah. in there for two years. So listeners, we are idiots. <laughs> Though I don't think that that looks as cool as this and like does the same animation stuff. And I don't know if that's because like the PS five can do better animation and that's why this is possible or, but I just think that the suit just kind of looks like Peter. What, what, what do they call him in the movie? What's he? Peter. Oh, Peter B. Parker. Yeah, Raul would have known. <laughs> he would have. He, he would have yelled at me. He's the. Uh, he's the Spider-Man from the Six One Six universe. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm definitely more excited. I mean, I've, I've. It's hard to make me more excited for Miles Morales, but. Um. I am very excited. <laughs> and that's it. That's the story. <laughs> So, uh, you got more PlayStation info. Yeah. 
Did I lose you? No, no. I whispered, this is your story. Oh, oh, it is? Remember we swapped? Yeah. No, I thought, oh. Wait. Which one am I take? Hold. <laughs> am this I is, talking? This, about- <laughs> this, is, this is staying in also. Oh, my God. This is the worst week I've ever had. Is that's, this the... that's the the uh, seventh story? Wait, did you get me? Did you already swap them? In... No, I didn't. I didn't swap them. <laughs> okay, I'm talking about Genshin Impact, correct? Yeah. All right, cool. Let's talk about that. Um, <laughs> so, Genshin Impact is a uh, a free to play RPG that. Um, recently came to ps4 pc and uh ios as well check and, out uh recap yes that, check out recap. i would love to do a a review of this um but i'm not making any promises on that <laughs> um you can you can do an initial thoughts yeah i might do that which is it's, like a what sort of what i think like what i liken to like a review in progress yeah, because the game is ever changing, um, and there's no the, there's no way you can fully defeat beat the entire game. Yeah, and you can't really. Re- it's hard to review an online game that's always changing. Um, but yeah, you may see something coming up. But the upcoming version one point one update called A New Star Rises is going to add a PS five playability, um, to its alongside brand new quests and four new playable characters. So um, if you're a fan of Genshin Impact and have been playing it, uh, the game is including two five-star heroes, including Chilled and Zhongli. I I don't know these people. I, I haven't played that much of it. Um... Then uh, Xinyan and Diona are four-star characters, and they are also coming to the game. A new reputation system will also be part of the update, where travelers can build up their reputation for each city they travel to, and in turn gain rewards like region-exclusive items and customizations. There's also going to be a seasonal event, um, which involves co-op challenges and new rewards. But yeah, I believe the biggest thing of this story is the fact that it's going to be coming to PS5, which is very cool that it um it just adds a lot of um sustainability to this game and will hopefully get more people considering there's not a whole lot of games at launch. So this is one of the ones that can keep you uh like satiated interested. Yeah, satiated. And I I highly recommend it from what I played. It was gorgeous. I mean, I played it on mobile and it was insane for a mobile platform um, in terms of visuals and everything. But yeah, definitely play it. Give it, give it a shot. It's free. So why not? Um, it's on Android as well. Android, iOS, PC, PS4. Oh, and Switch. I forgot it came to Switch after launch. And yeah, coming to PS5 soon. Speaking of PS5. Ooh. Bug snacks. Free for the PS5. Hell yeah. So, that was great. So, yeah, I was actually that actually really was as like 
better than I thought it would be. <laughs> that was beautiful. Because I got a real, like, low voice. Yeah. So, Sony announced November's, or this month's PS Plus freebies, as it says in the GameSpot uh, post. And they're calling it, uh, GameSpot is calling it one of the best months ever for the program, which I kind of agree. Hollow Knight Void, uh, Voidheart Edition and Middle Earth Shadow, Shadow of War will be free on the 3rd. A.K.A. the day where everything changes. But the the real creme de la creme <laughs> is the bonus one. Bug snacks. The creme de la bug snacks. That's a bet. Yeah, that's that was actually a good. That's a good pun. <laughs> uh, there's a downside though. Despite bug snacks being released on PS5 and PS4 on the twelfth. Only the PS5 version will be free. So. However. You'll have a very long window. To claim the game. As it runs from. November 3rd to January 4th. And for those of you who don't know what Bugs Next is. It is a story based puzzle game. Featuring characters or creatures called Bug Snacks. And it has been one of the most talked about games since since its reveal uh, during the summer. To the point where Raul got the da- that damn jingle in my head. <laughs> Bug Snacks in the in middle, the of, middle our street. of our street. Actually, it was more of Matt Rory to Raul to me. <laughs> so, and it's being developed by a great studio, uh, Young Horses, who also did Octodad, which I will. I also I equally went insane for when it, when it got announced. So. I never, I have yet to get around to playing Octodad. My biggest memory of Octodad is the fact that when I met my current girlfriend, she was like, I have played Octodad. And I, like, that was her experience kind of in games that I was first told. And I was like, yep, this is the one. <laughs> you went, that's wifey material. That's wifey, yeah, wife her up. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, next up, we're moving on to the vent delineation and the G4 resurrection. Oh shit! You added something to this <laughs> as yeah, we speak. Mo- yeah, I just it's something that's been rumbling. It's rumblings in the G4 subreddit. Oh, so as you probably know, uh, Lana Pierce put out a video saying that she's leaving Funhouse and Inside Gaming. Very sad. And a lot of rumblings about her, about or rumors that people in the G4 sub subreddit are 
perpetuating is that she's going to be joining G4, which I I can't, I'm I'm not really sure if that's actually going to happen because she, she said, she said in the video where she announced she was leaving that it was an opportunity that she could not pass up. It was too big for her to pass up. So it sounds like it could be G4. Yeah. I have a feeling it's going to be, it's actually, it's going to be something in terms of like in the games and like game on the game development side as like, or a job with Microsoft. Yeah, maybe when she was in uh, Cyberpunk, they wanted to snatch her up or something. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I that's that's an interesting thought. I would think that G four would be yes, too big to pass up, because that is going to be quite a uh, quite a movement in turn of terms of the industry that that channel coming back, but um, I guess time will tell. That's an interesting rumor, though. I never would have thought about that, but now that I am, I I can't stop thinking that that may be what that is. Yeah, the whole, the whole G4 resurrection is basically my biggest, my, the one thing I want, want them, want them, the one thing I want most in the world. Yeah. And that, Equally, at the same time, it's my biggest nightmare. If they fuck it up? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, like, I um, hope they handle it right. I mean, it sounds like Ven did a, has done a good job to keep you interested, so if they kind of go that way, it'll be good. Yeah, and they mentioned on back when the announcement first happened, the bombcast after... They brought up how, uh, like they're they're bringing up how, like what, what they think that is going to happen. Like, if they're going to have the back catalog available on some on like, like Peacock. VODs. Oh, on Peacock. Yeah, considering G4 is Comcast. Yeah, no, that would be interesting. So, only time will tell. Hmm. And uh, from there, we go to here. And here is Remember This. <laughs> oh, Great. oh, yes. Ex- explain uh- yourself. Uh, so remember this? I mean, this is more of a you thing. It was Raul's thing, actually. He he chose this week and then and then abandoned us. No, um, but there was like nothing this week. I I didn't get around to looking at it at a good time. I'll be honest. And then yeah, you uh, last night I was like, hey, do you have a game? Do you have a game yet for remember this? And he's like, oof, I I I, I don't. I don't. I I gotta get better at picking it. Like as soon as we finish the show the previous week, um, 
But yeah, so I kind of dropped the ball this week and then Raul like hit us with a lot of different fallouts that came out around this time. I guess New uh, Vegas and three. Fallout three, obviously, which is the remember this for this week. Came out October twenty eighth, two thousand eight. Which is why I chose it. It's the most it's the closest one to the day of recording. Cool. Well, feel free to just take it away and give us your your memories, because I have, I as far as I know, I don't think I've ever touched three. Three is what was the game that got me into uh, RPGs. Okay. Or R- RPGs that it was sort of a gateway, but a, not the type of gateway that everyone expects. All right. So, like, it got me into the. Because I played Fallout 3, I got into Fallout 1 and 2. Which that indirectly led me to uh, Dragon Age. And then led me to uh, Encased. Led me to... I'm, bl- I'm bl- blanking on the name. Basically, it got me to explore CRPGs, and when I get into it, like when I, because of my autistic brain, yeah. when I uh, get into like when I fully get into like a new thing, I want to know every single every single detail about it. Mm-hmm. So I went to the Fallout uh, wiki back in 2009, which I was homeschooled for a big portion of that year because I just... I mean, it was the year I got diagnosed. Was, it was actually like a month after I got diagnosed with, with, with that autism. So... So I I looked up the history, uh, like the Fallout Bible that Chris Avalon made. So pour (laughs) one out for Chris Avalon. Consider it poured. Uh, I remember. uh, No, actually, no, no. I'm not gonna say that because that actually that that would make me sound like a. Yeah, I'll just forget about that. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I I really got into the story of, like, the overarching story of Fallout 1, 2, and 3. And the characters are the certain elements from 1 and 2 that got carried over to 3. Like the Enclave, the Brotherhood, uh, Harold. Who's the character who basically is a big tree? In Fallout? Yeah, so in Fallout 1, or prior oh, to Fallout 1. Yep, I know this guy. Yeah, he part of prior to the events of Fallout 1, he and a group of others went to the Mariposa military base. And he got hit or he got knocked into um 
a vat of FEV, which is the forced evolutionary virus that is that plays a part in Fallout 3 as well. And it's, it's responsible for the mutants, or the super mutants, as they're called. Hmm. But he's, he didn't necessarily turn into a mutant or an abomination. He just turned into a uh, a ghoul, and that's basically how what uh, in Fallout One he's. I don't remember if he's actually voiced, like he, if he has a talking head in Fallout One. But he he says in I think Fallout Two. Uh, like he has a tree growing, or, or yeah, a tree growing out of his head. <laughs> and there's just a funny line where, like, it just cuts, like it says it, and then it just just cuts to black. Uh, so it's like, do you like the tree? <laughs> his name's Harold. Just kidding. It's Bob. It was just totally unnerving. Yeah, here it is. Bob. (laughs) Bob the tree. So. And this. um, Because I was. On. And like this was the year. Or like I played through all the DLC. uh, Operation Anchorage. The pit. Uh, Mothership's data. And I would frequently play the game and my friend or a friend of a, a former friend like we would be in group chat or party chat on Xbox Live talking about how, man, it'd be cool if they made a game where like if they had added, added multiplayer to this. Well, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, and then 10 years later. Ten years later, after Fallout 3, Fallout 76. Hey. <laughs> well, supposedly it's okay now, right? Fallout 3? Or 76? Yeah, sort of. Fallout 3, however, has not aged aged well. Oh. It is pretty hard to get it to run on PC or on Windows 10. Oh. As it wasn't properly optimized. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, ironically, the the only ones that are available, like the only classic Fallout games that are available, are the Black Isle ones and the Obsidian one, which I just find very ironic. Yeah. And yet, I this got me into also this also this also got me into New Vegas, which. Got me into Pillars of Eternity, 
which was the other which was actually was it was actually their their final fantasy sort of like they got screwed by Bethesda or Zenimax whatever they got screwed mm-hmm. on the on their bonuses if they met a certain metacritic score but they rushed development so like they were on the brink of bankruptcy I think. Hmm. So they they kickstarted what they set they they set up a Kickstarter for Pillars of Eternity. And yeah, it saved the company. Well. And now they are, are and now they all both companies share the same roof. Met, metaphorically speaking. In Microsoft. Yeah. Imagine if they were like all in one big complex. Oh, like, uh, like when that, uh, that camp or that summer camp game featuring all the, the, the Hanna-Barbera kind of characters. <laughs> uh, y- yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, the only, the only difference is. Actually, no, there's no difference. It's all the same. It's all the same. Camp game. Yeah, just search um, Cartoon Network Hanna-Barbera Flash Game or Hanna-Barbera Summer Camp or Summer uh, Vacation What? Uh, a flash flash game? game? Okay, I think I know what. Yep, I think I remember that. Yeah, it was from the it was like the early two thousands. God, that's my childhood. Yeah, like I, I had I remembered it, then completely forgot it. And then Mike Mahardy randomly just uh, like I just saw a random post from Mike Mahardy on Twitter, and he's she was playing the game, and I just like zoned out, or I went to astral projection projection, <laughs> at least. In my noggin, yeah. Like, oh my god, it it does. I wasn't, I wasn't dreaming it. What it was real. What was real? So, <laughs> uh, well, you know in... what else is real? Oh wait, what? What are you gonna say? No, no, go, go ahead. I, the 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 the, the rumor windmill is <laughs> is very real. Yeah, we were and both she, trying to come up with a segue. And she sits... Well, I was going to say, my childhood was full of windmills. <laughs> and they were all very real, and they all sat atop hills. <laughs> but And made only no one sound whatsoever. Them, no sound. They killed all the birds. <laughs> and only one of them provided me with the best in video game rumors. And that's why we captured her, and we took her here. And she sends us news each week. And what does she have for us this week? She has two stories. I'll take oh, the first. You'll take the second. She didn't do good enough this week. But okay, I will take the second. Well, I was I was expecting this episode to be longer because <laughs> when it's you, me, and Raul, it's a long show. Yes. So, first story. Uh, improved battery life for DualSense? 
question mark Ooh, exclamation point yeah <laughs> so this comes from uh, nintendosmash.com so to quote or from, to read from the post with all the functions that have been added to the DualSense, it was logical to think that the battery life would, would have been reduced compared to the DualShock 4. And this was one of its weaknesses. We cannot go into pre precise measurements, which is something you will see in our analysis of the console. But we can give you some approximate impressions. It depends on the game we're trying, we're trying out at the time. But the 50% increase in battery life we're now at uh, 1560 1560 MAH I, I don't know what that is uh, is noticeable and allows us to play comfortably for longer than on PS4 this is one of the improvements that we were demanding the most from the PS5 controller. And fortunately, at least in, in the first games, it seems to meet our, our expectations. So, what do you think about that? I personally never, ever have issues with battery life. Like the only things that really irritate me in my life with battery is like my phone is bad. Uh, these headphones I'm currently using are bad. The switch is occasionally bad. If like, if you leave it out of the dock for like two days, it'll be less than 50%. Even if you don't like use it, like if it's just not in use. Um, but I never have problems with like game controllers. Um, I actually had my Xbox controller not charging for at least a week and it had barely gone down at all. And I'd used it like every day for some time. So it's not like a huge thing that I really needed. Um, but I, I suppose that's always a good thing. There's nothing that's no, no harm done in making the battery life better. It just won't be a hugely noticeable improvement for me, but, uh, but yeah. Yeah. I still have to pay off my, uh, pre-order of the DualSense charging station. How much was that? Uh, about, $32, $33 with tax. Okay. Not terrible. Was that like sold by Sony? Amazon. Oh, okay. I mean, it, it is made by Sony, but sold by sold through Amazon. You're going to find a bunch of aftermarket stuff. Like, there's one. I remember, I remember with the PS4 specifically, there's one that has like little chips that you put you plug in and then you attach that to the charger my current one you just kind of put it down on a charger and you, you click them into place and it charges like there's so many weird ways of doing them of of charging controllers now but yeah, yeah i may just depending on what type of usb cable it it, it, it um it'll need mm -hmm. i may just stock up bulk up on that type of usb drive or usb um, wire because yeah. my USB C uh 
wire works fine when connected to when when I connected it to my uh, Xbox One controller, mm-hmm. and it is just completely messed up with my main PS4 uh, controller. But USB-C doesn't work with those, do that? Does it? Um, it does. USB-C. I'm trying. I try to figure out what all these things mean, but. USB-C. I didn't think that plugged in. I thought you had to use for the current controllers. It was like a micro USB thing. Tell me that's the same thing. It's not the same thing. I use like Android chargers for my current controllers. No, you may be right on that. Yeah. Type-C is the rounded one that's for the, uh, the Oculus uses it. Yeah, yeah, you're right on that one. So maybe that's what you're doing wrong. You got to get yourself a micro USB cable. No, I mean, I I did the whole like PS4 charger or charging cable mm-hmm. on Amazon. And I I don't know what happened to it. Like the original I bought multiple packages. Yeah. I think I bought like 10 of them. And I lost it. Lost, nope. lost all of them. Well, that's no good. Yeah. So enough of this little tangent and on to <laughs> uh, something that you have a game that you have sort of talked about in the past. Yeah. Um. So this is an exciting little rumor here. Um. We've talked about it, I think, in the rumor mill before that there may be a new Silent Hill game coming for PS5 um, or just in general coming. Um, There was talk about like um, what Konami was going to be doing next and if they were going to continue this series at all without um, the like after the, the whole thing went down with Silent Hills and stuff. But yeah, I guess there is a new a new rumor which has only come in the form of a tweet by someone named Roberto Serrano, who this website has called a games industry analyst, though I have no clue who he is. And the fun thing I, is I don't know either. <laughs> the fun thing about it, they're like, this uh we suggest you to take this with a huge grain of salt since the analyst has been wrong many times in the past about all sorts <laughs> of things. It's like okay, well, tell me when he's been right, maybe, but like, no. Yeah, this this guy's no Michael Pactor. Yeah, it sounds like if I just made this rumor and tweeted about it, um, but yeah, anyway, he said rumor, eyeballs emoji, twelve ten the Game Awards world premiere Konami PS Five Silent Hill picture not representative of any official announcement, and all he did was throw together like a picture of Silent Hill and PS Five, so. Hey, at least, at least he didn't put in a picture of Pyramid Head. Yeah, no, that would have that would have sent the world spinning. Um, honestly, I'm a bit upset about this because this just seems because like a non-story. Yeah, and <laughs> like the, even, I'm not mad that we included it. I'm mad that they made a post about this. Yeah, um, when I was writing for. 
one of the sites went back in high school when I was running for like three different sites at the same time. I uh, had to, like I was I had to fill a quota of yeah like news stories per week. Oof. So like I was in our class just reporting on a possible like the on a rumor that I'm I am alive was going to be delayed. Huh. And it turns out the story was bogus. Oh. At the end of the day, who really cared about I am alive? Well, I got yelled. I nearly got yelled at by my art teacher. Because, <laughs> like, I had one of those little netbooks. Yeah. And I was just typing maniacally. <laughs> so. You're just doing your job. But, yeah, I feel like. I understand writing, like having, having quotas to fill, but if they're going to be about like, I'm just going to make a story out of anything, maybe don't less is more. And I just feel that this is, it's just not a story. It's not, it's nothing. This is exactly how I feel about April 1st. what, What do you mean? Oh, like when, when news comes out, don't even deal with it. Yeah. I just, at a certain point, I just said, I just said to myself, no, I'm not even writing anything this on this day. <laughs> and people, and I saw people who were similar, similar opinion. Saying, just stop with this bullshit. Like with these goddamn troll articles. Yeah, no, I totally get that. I've been fooled many a time by those kinds of things. I remember the one, the one biggest time that I ever fell for one of those was when I thought I fell for the one IGN had of Optimus Prime coming to Titanfall. (laughs) And I thought that it was so cool. I woke up and instantly saw it. Like I, I like, I opened my eyes. I think I looked at my phone. It was there. I watched it and I was like, this is going to be a good day. Like that's rad as hell. And then it wasn't real. Well, let's end this depressing episode. So, <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the Amir. You can follow the site on Twitter at vgu underscore tv. And Graydon, where can they find you? Uh, let me double check. I think I'm Greatlow. Like I want, I want to pimp my Twitter. We don't usually pimp Twitter, but I want people to follow me. Great low G R A Y T L O seven, seven, seven. Go find me. I try to keep it popping over there with your favorite political memes and rants about games getting canceled, but no death threats. You won't find those there. So there you have it. I've been your host or I've been joined by grain web. Always a pleasure. Thank you, sir. And I've been your host, Almir. Don't choke. Go vote. (laughs) Amen. This has been a VGU.TV production. For all of the hottest hot takes and other opinions on video games, music, and a lot more, tune in to VGU.TV.